my husband and I were looking at properties in Baltimore because of the same kind of concept, row houses, um, really inexpensive. Um, so when you told me about it, I was like, let's go, you know, yeah. let's go, let's do what we're trying to do this two things. And I really believe I'm a firm believer that two is better than one. Um, when you, cause a lot of times people are trying to do the same exact thing and granted you can't do everything with everybody. I, I, I'm not even saying that, but when you can connect and uh, make something happen, I just believe that always, um, that can be better. You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnet. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. Today, I'm super excited. I have my cousin, Janelle Howard, on the show. We're going to talk about how to invest with family. I know a lot of you guys out there have been really wondering, is it a safe thing to do? Should I shy away from investing with family and invest with strangers? Or should I invest with family and we all come up together? So one of the cool things that Janelle and I did was we recently purchased our first hotel property. Hey, hey. <laughs> Super excited about getting into commercial real estate in 2020 and crushing all goals. So we're going to hop right into this conversation. Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this podcast episode. I just wanted to take a break and share a story about an amazing woman who has created freedom and wealth in her life. I promised I'd share these kind of stories on the podcast. And this week, I'm highlighting Terry Igioma of Trade and Travel. Terry has an amazing story about how she went from being an assistant principal making $40,000 a year to a swing trader making $100,000 a day in quarantine. Terry started out investing just a little bit of her money and had a goal to make $300 a day. She just wanted to replace her income so she could travel more and work less. Well, let's just say she mastered investing in the stock market and is now teaching others how to trade too. Check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com slash invest to learn more about how Terry accomplished financial freedom through investing. Remember, check out thepurposeofmoney.com slash invest to learn more about Terry Igioma and her course, Trade and Travel. Hey, Janelle, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here on today. Yes, I'm excited too, because we have a lot to talk about. So I didn't tell the listeners this in the intro, but you and I have invested before. The hotel was not our first merry-go-round. Exactly. We've been investing for some time and we've had some learning lessons along the way. We have. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we jump into the details of our investment journey, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yes. So my name is Janelle Howard. I am a mom of three. I have twins, boy, girl, and I have a four-year-old. I'm also a wife. But besides those two things, I also am a travel advisor. Um, Your listeners can follow me on How We Travel 5 on Instagram. Also, we have a YouTube channel, Howard Family Fun, um, on YouTube. So we have a lot going on on top 
top of being a real estate investor. Uh, so we're we're a pretty uh, busy family. We're also a homeschool family. So we're 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 always busy. We're always got we're always into something. I believe it. I remember when your twins were born, and we thought that they were going to be enough. <laughs> yes. But and God then, said, not so. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the blessings. Yes, yes. So our extra blessings. So let's hop into that. So I want to give people an idea of our timeline. I got back from Dubai in 2015. And I would say in the July period, and we started talking about getting into investing in real estate. I'd already had okay. a rental by then. And I wanted to branch out. So I remember, and tell me if you remember any of this too, but okay, I remember totally. in the fall, I found a coworker at my job who had told me this crazy story. She said, you know, my husband and I, we went to school in Philadelphia and okay. we love to go back. So we go to Philadelphia like every weekend. And now we're about to close mm -hmm. on our house in Philadelphia. And I said, why are you closing on a house in Philadelphia when you live in D.C.? And she said, oh, because it's cheaper to stay in a house when we go for the weekend than it is to stay in a hotel. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, please tell me more. So that's when she proceeded to explain to me that in Philly, you could get row houses for really affordable rates, like thirty dollars to $50,000, and you could have a really low mortgage, say $200 to $300, and if you're living in it, even better. But if you wanted to turn it into a rental, you have a great opportunity for cash flow because the rent in Philadelphia is really high. So right. I learned that. And then I remember saying, tell me more. <laughs> right, right. I want to meet your realtor. So that's how I ended up getting introduced to her realtor. And I think I told you about it. And then right. I remember it was like December and we were looking at five houses in yes. Philadelphia in yes. five hours. Yes. Yes. I, I, I remember everything. I mean, I wouldn't have remembered until you just told that story. <laughs> but I do remember that. But I don't know if you know this. And I thought about this today. I have been wanting to be in real estate investing for years and years and years and years and years. And in my early 20s, I used to go to seminars about real estate investing with your dad. Uh, I think I didn't know that. I think you did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I used to do that uh, with your dad. So I, it's something I've always been interested in. And I think around the same time, you might have been talking to your friend. Uh, my husband and I were looking at properties in Baltimore because the same kind of concept, row houses, um, really inexpensive. Um, so when you told me about it, I was like, let's go, you know, yeah. let's go, let's do what we're trying to do this two things. And I really believe I'm a firm believer that two is better than one. Um, when you because a lot of times people are trying to do the same exact thing. And granted, you can't do everything with everybody. I, I, I'm not even saying that. But when you can connect and uh, make something happen, I just believe that always um, that can be better. That can be better. I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about the process we went through. So yes, we went to Philadelphia. We looked at properties in person, but yes. we got lucky. The first time we went to look at properties, we found one. Yes. It was a property that was being sold by the estate of someone right. who had just passed. Right. Another good thing about the property is its previous owner basically lived there for the last 20 years. So right. it was under the same ownership 
fairly well taken care of. I mean, it, it needed <laughs> cosmetic. Yeah. It needed a new kitchen. It, it, it was nice to upgrade the flooring, right. but it pretty much had solid bones, right? right. From an appearance perspective. So we ended up putting an offer on that place and we're really lucky that they took our offer. Right. Now, um, I do want to talk about some of the things that we did outside of that. So remember when I was like, we need to do paperwork. Yes. How did you feel when I was like, here's the joint venture agreement. Yes. Here's how we're going to split the terms. Like, what was your reaction to that? Um, I thought it was a good idea. Um, I also believe in paperwork, right? So I believe that, yes, at the same time, two is better than one. I also believe that when you have great intentions, right, and it's not anything shady, you don't mind putting it on paper, right? So um, why not? Why not protect our interests, mm -hmm. my interests and your interests? Um, so I thought, She's talking my talk. I like it. Let's go. <laughs> that's you know, exactly that's what I thought. Okay, good. Because I was a little nervous. I was like, she's going to be like, she don't trust me. No. But let me tell you, you need the paperwork. So you, you understand paperwork. exactly what everyone's expectations are. Yes. And to really define a responsibility. So in our case, yes. you know, I, I was the person who kind of handled the books right. and you were the person who helped handle like contractors and right. talking to property managers sometimes and getting like logistics done. So good. So word to, word to the wise, if you want to invest with family, definitely do the paperwork and talk paperwork. about responsibilities. Okay. Yes. So next thing we did was we had to go through some contractors. Oh my goodness. So you remember how many, we, we talked to like three contractors. So many, so, so many. many. Yeah, I feel like it was definitely more than three. Um, I think maybe three seriously, um, but we definitely talked to more than three and we worked with at least eight different people, I would yeah. say, um, you know, now granted we got connected through contractors to different people, but, um, we definitely had a team that was either working for us in Philly or was not working for us in Philly. So. <laughs> I like how you nicely said not working for us, AKA they turn out not to be good contractors and we had to fire them. Yes. That's, yeah. that's what that means. We did have to uh, part ways with one contractor in particular on that deal. But I would say in the end, we learned a lot. We learned about what was necessary for a property right. to rent well, which we had an awesome realtor. He gave us the real deal points like in new kitchens, give you more money, new bathrooms, yes. give you more money, but don't worry about certain cosmetic issues. So right. that was good. And then um, we met this bomb contractor who ended yes. up finishing the work after we yes. had the fire contractor. So shout out to James Price on that one. Uh, you are amazing. So I would say overall, let's just sum up. How did we think that project went? So let me do my pros. Okay, and then you do your pros. And then you can throw out I'm some ready. Cons. Yes. Okay. Cons, so, can we throw out the cons? Yeah. Or, okay. or your, your perspective, okay. right? All right. So my pros are we had a steep learning curve, but we did get cash flow in the beginning. Right. Uh, other pro, it was a cash deal. We closed in less than two weeks and we were able to hit the ground running. Um, cons, we definitely learned the hard way about contractors. Right. And another pro is 
because we brought cash to the deal, we were able to do a little bit more than most people would have been able to do. But there are cons to using your own cash for the deal. So right. So that that's definitely one of my cons is bringing cash to the deal. I feel like for that particular deal, we should have used other people, OPM, other mm-hmm. people's money, right? We should have, that's what I feel because um, then what ended up happening was a lot of our cash was tied into that and it wasn't easy to refinance as we thought because that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Our plan was to refinance in a year and it wasn't as easy as we thought because the property wasn't ended up being as the money that we thought we would be able to refinance. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things happened. And so then what we planned to do didn't actually happen. Um, So that is definitely was my con for that property. And then two, although we, I took trips to Philly to, to meet with the contractor. um, I think you did. And we had, I mean, we tried our best to be very diligent, have, send us video of your work, all the things that they, that they say to do, um, have, make sure that if you're not there, you have the contractor send you video of the work that they're completing. We definitely did that. Um, set goals for the contract of things that need to be completed by a certain day. We definitely did that. We went and we checked up on the contractor. So I don't know that we could have done any more in that aspect of it. No, we could have, I'm sure, but what it is, I don't know that, but, but it did not work. Right. So we ended up being, um, or having the same story that so many investors have. You have a contractor doesn't do the work. They took the money and then you end up respending that same amount of money to get the same things done that you, um, thought you were getting done the first time. So we definitely had that story. Um, and, and it just, so that was just a con, but I don't know. Do you feel like there was something else that we could have done to ensure that that contractor worked out for us? No, I think yeah. at the end of the day, he was a good talker, but he right. took on more than he could chew, you yeah. know, like he lowballed his price to get the project and then was surprised that he actually needed to do the work. So right. we had a and lot And I don't of think his skill level it. was there. His right. skill level wasn't there. Right. That's what the issue was with him. He just didn't have the skill to get it done. So again, I don't think, and I, granted it cost us, but I appreciated the lesson in the sense. Sometimes um, some lessons cost you something. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I appreciated the lesson. I don't, I mean, we didn't, go under or anything like that. We were able to still get the project done. We still uh, got it all done. Um, You don't want that to happen, but we definitely learned a lot through that experience. I agree. I agree. And in the end, after two years of having a property, um, when a real estate investor came along and offered cash to help us get out of the deal, we took it because at that time it was, um, a great time to sell. Philadelphia was booming. Investors were looking for properties hand over fist. And we were just tired of doing the commute and the checkup. And, you know, we were facing another tenant who might have been on the verge of eviction. Eviction had some financial issues and weren't paying the rent. And so I will say one of the hardest things about being a landlord is having to move someone out of your home at a time where, you know, you'd love to keep them there so they have a place to live, but it's costing you money right. when you're not 
paying their rent. So we did right. have to make up some real business decisions, right? Yes. yes so we did. that was a learning lesson. And and yeah. I think in the end, you know, we didn't make an overwhelming profit. Right. We didn't have deep, deep losses. We, right. we barely came uh, out on even. Right. But it, I will say the good news is it didn't discourage us, right? Yes. So that's that we were not you would think. Um, and and it wasn't a bad working experience. Like, you know, um, it was a good working relationship. Uh, we had the property, we did the best we can, but at the end it was just it was taking up a lot of our time and we weren't seeing the return on the investment for the time that it was taking to deal with the property. We were like, okay, no, so yeah. this is not. And and somebody came to us. We didn't put it on the market. We didn't say, oh, this. somebody said there's an investor interested in this property. And we said, okay. Okay. And, and, <laughs> the, and they, they gave us our ask, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. They, they gave, gave us, us our, our ask. ask. And pay to cash, pay yes. the cash deal. So we closed really quickly. So that yes. was that was all good. So now let's fast forward to 2020, uh, two months ago. Yes. Um, two uh, wonderful women, uh, Devon Reeves and Jessica Myers, were on the Purpose of Money podcast in episode 26. They are a part of Epic Collective, an organization that helps people come together and invest in epic opportunities collectively. They came to me with a hotel opportunity to right. invest in a Hilton. And initially I would say, um, this is how I know God is good because the first email, I missed it. Okay. And the second email came and I said, hmm. And all it said was, would you be interested in a hotel opportunity? Okay. So I responded to that email and then I got the numbers and I saw a video that Devon Reeves had created about the opportunity. And then I sent it to you. Right. So tell me, how did you feel when I said, Janelle, <laughs> as I usually do, I'm the instigator of most yes. of these things. Yes. Um, would you like to invest in a hotel? I thought, send me the information. Like, I was like, okay, send me the information because, you know, low key, right? When you have an investment mentality and, and a mentality to invest there you want to invest in and in, in real estate right commercial real estate uh multifamily uh real estate however you want to invest um that was something that i was like hmm you know but it wasn't an opportunity i was looking for or nor was it an opportunity that i thought would present itself in 2020 right um so when you said i said well send the information reviewed the information um, with my um, husband and he was the one getting the initial emails at first. And um, we reviewed the information and I was like, okay, okay. And then we re we also talked about, cause we um, talk weekly, we have accountability chats where we discuss weekly, just different things, ventures that we're doing and how we can move forward. We had a conversation about uh, vehicles in order to, um, uh, that we could use to obtain this or to be a part of this uh, epic opportunity. So I said, okay, 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 okay. So that's how, that was my initial thought. Okay. I, my interest was peaked. Okay, good. So okay. I peak interest. And I'm really excited about that because when I first saw it and I started to send it to one person and then I said, 
I know another person mm-hmm. and I know another person and believe it or not, I just started to casually mention it to people that I thought might be interested. It was my first experiment to see who's really interested in leveling up their finances and investing right. in real estate. So I was super excited when you like started asking more questions, you were on the question and answer webinar and you were like going down the path, going down the path. Right. And then I have a, another uh, sorority sister who is also a client who decided to invest as well. And I just mentioned it to her in passing, like, oh, you want to invest in a hotel? Yeah. And she was like, tell me more. So right. you'd be surprised um, yeah. how, uh, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. So right, right. open so, your mouth right, right. and talk about it. Right. So, but you know, can I pause? I don't want to yeah. get you off there, but I think that's something that we you can spend a little bit of time on. Sometimes people don't want to say anything, right? Because they feel like if I say something, then they'll laugh at me or I'll be embarrassed or people think, who do you think you are? Who does she think that she is? So we have all these um, hangups about something. But when you have all those hangups, like you said, closed mouths don't get fed, you can miss opportunities to impact others. If you're the one with the, um, with the opportunity, or you can miss an opportunity to uh, be impacted um, because you're not saying anything. If you don't share your goals and your visions and things that you know that I'm interested in real estate investment, you know that that was something that could possibly pique my interest. And that's why you said it, but that's because we've had those conversations. That's exactly right. And now that we've closed and we did a Facebook live about it and put it on social, I found that there are way more people who wish that I had asked them too. They're like, why didn't you come to me? I had money to invest and I would have been interested in doing a deal with you. So you know what I'm saying to those people? Get on my list. Next opportunity. I'm going to let my list know. So subscribe to the Purpose of Money podcast and subscribe to the Purpose of Money newsletter. And I will make sure that when the next deal comes along, you know about it. Right. Email and start talking with me because now I'm so inspired to empower more women. So for background for the listeners, there are about 2%. 2% of all hotel owners are people of color. Well, specifically African-American, 2%. And of that 2%, even less are women. So to have to had the opportunity to bring three women together on a deal that had a very limited amount of investors to begin with, and a third, almost 25% of them are women and Black women is amazing. It's amazing. And I'm super proud of all of you for stepping up to the plate, taking action. But I also want to talk about, you know, taking risks. You know, I was on the fence. I wanted to get into commercial real estate this year. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do it. And I was looking for opportunities. And I actually was partnering with other women that I uh, know source these types of deals. And I put my money aside. So I saved and I put my money aside so I could be ready. And I used a very powerful tool. It's called the EQRP. It's a investment account where you can save for retirement as an entrepreneur, but you can also take money in that account and invest in alternative investments, such as real estate, hotels, lands, Bitcoin, gold, silver, whatever you want. I'll make sure to include more information in the show notes so you can link to it and learn more. But essentially the EQRP is a enhanced qualified retirement account. 
And it helps entrepreneurs uh, and anyone else that has money and is investing in real estate or investing in creative ventures access to their retirement money right. so that they can invest in the products and the strategies that they want. So I still have my 401k with my job, but I also have this additional retirement account where I'm able right. to save more money and invest with, in what I want to invest in. And we both right. did that. I, I encouraged yes. Janelle to open one and that's the vehicle that she used to finance her hotel acquisition. Right. So I just want to tell everyone out there that, you know, in general, you can take advantage of these opportunities. You just have to know about them. Yes. Because unfortunately, a lot of these deals cannot be advertised to the public because right. of the rules. And you didn't have to be an accredited investor for this either. That's another plus side. So this yes. particular deal, most people, um, when you're doing investments like this, you have to be accredited, which means, you know, you have at least a million in assets or you're making over 300,000 a year in a two, two family household. And you're expected to make that same amount that year, or you're single and you have a high level of assets. And, yeah. um, I think it's 200,000 a year in income, but this was a deal where you didn't have to meet those requirements. Right. We had to disclose if you didn't meet those requirements. Right. So that meant more people who were not accredited investors could be a part of it, but they had to know about it. So my advice to you is to network and to right. surround yourself around people who are exposed to these opportunities. Right. Because within my own circle, I know accredited investors and I know non-accredited investors and they yes. both were able to take advantage of the deal. But you would have never seen this advertised on Facebook right. or Instagram, right? So that's the other thing is just keep your eyes and ears open. I think, Janelle, your point about talking about your goals so other people know what they are and then they can think of you when opportunities come along right. is, is very, very important. I think that's a really smart tip. And then let's see what happens. I mean, right. at the end of the day, investing in a hotel is a long-term strategy. Right. It's a three to five year project for us. So we expect right. to, you know, get a return on our money. We, we hope to triple or quadruple our money, but we Ooh. know that we're not going to expect to get our money back in six to 12 right. months. Right. That's, that's not what we're about. So that's really dope too. But other than that, what are some... What are some, I guess, advice that you would give to someone who's considering investing with family? Because I would say so far, our experience has been excellent, but it's right. just been the two of us. We haven't actually expanded out to other family members right. or other types of ventures. So, yeah. you know, what advice do you have for that? Um, I, I have, okay, a couple of things. One, I think um, we talked about it earlier was the paperwork, right? To put everything on paper, but then also really begin to build a report right? Because sometimes with family, you know them in one way, right? You know them at the family uh, get together, you know them at the barbecue, you know them at the Thanksgiving dinner, but you don't know them as a business person. So I do think that I don't, I would caution you not to just be like, okay, let's do this tomorrow, but just start having conversations because that's really what we were doing. We started by just having conversations um, before we even did Philly, right? Uh, we would just talk, we would just talk, we would just talk. 
And um, I could tell that our synergy was going to work well, right? Because you are an absolute go-getter. I'm, I'm not necessarily the person that's going to find the deal, but I'm definitely the person that's going to be like, okay, once you have it, what do we need to do? I'm pushing forward and I'm going to push this thing all the way through. I'll make the phone calls. I'll do the things, right? But I don't necessarily, because I'm always home with my kids, but anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so that, so that synergy worked well, works well for us. Um, so I think that's important too. And then, um, yeah, I, I think really that's the key paperwork and just having conversations outside of, um, you know, normal family conversations to really understand a person's mindset when it comes to business, right? Because you want to know that this is going to work well for you, that we will match up, that our energies will um, come together in a good way. That's true. That's good advice. That's good advice. And I, I, I second all of that. I really don't have much to add. I think you just got to do it sometimes, see how it goes yeah. and then tweak it the next time. Yeah. And I will say one easier thing about this deal is we, it's all passive. We right. provided the money and we will sit back and wait for the dividend checks. Exactly. But you know, when we invested in a rental in Philadelphia, we we were responsible for a lot of the management and a lot of the process. And then a management company monitored taking the rent. So right. that's another thing I want to highlight for people. If you're really interested in investing in real estate, everyone doesn't have to be a landlord. So I want you to walk away with at least that. You can be an active investor where you're doing the day-to-day, -day, you're doing a flip, you're doing wholesaling, you're looking for houses, you're looking for deals, you're renting them out. That's active real estate investing. But passive real estate investing, like we're doing, that's hotel acquisitions, multifamily syndications. It's where you invest capital and you're right. still involved. Like, don't get me wrong. We're going to know the money sheets for the hotel every month. We're yes. going to meet with the group to go over the numbers and make right. sure that the hotel's performing. But we don't have to make sure employees show up every day. We don't right. have to make sure the rooms have been cleaned right. and other things like that. Hotels right. are managed by large management companies yes. that handle that type of day-to-day. So that's really good too, because as a life insurance producer, a mom, a nine to fiver, right. an entrepreneur, I don't have time. Like yeah. <laughs> I've come to that point in my journey where I've saved the capital and now I want to invest it in projects right. that are fulfilling to me and will re return a good investment for my family. So that's my focus yes. and that's what I've been working on. So, and I think that's what one of the realizations that we came to is that we needed to find something where it was a lot more passive for us because it was just so much lead work in Philly and it wasn't that big of a return for all the lead work that we were doing. Um, also, I wanted to add research, right? So what, another thing um, I do, right? When, when, when we have our conversations, you tell me about something and then I immediately go all in to finding out more about it. You say EQRP, I'm like, oh, EQRP? Da, 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 da. I need to know everything I need to know about EQRP. So that's another thing. I mean, if you really want, you 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 have a responsibility to play in your own knowledge and um, gaining up information. Because sometimes people don't like when you just don't want to like learn anything and they got to tell you everything too, you know? Yeah, that's good advice too. <laughs> yeah, and you should know just because yeah. you're, 
passive investor and you're investing capital doesn't mean you shouldn't do the research on a project. You must do due diligence. If you don't do the due diligence, you can't confirm that it's a good investment. Yes. You know, and every investment has the potential to lose money and there is a risk, right? So you have to be willing to take that risk. You have to understand what the risks are and you have to understand the terms of the deal. You know, when are you going to get paid? How much are you expected to get paid? How do you know if you're on schedule to get the returns that you have been told are expected from this property. Those are a lot of things that you need to ask beforehand, right? So we asked a lot of questions. I think we were demanding students (laughs) personally, um, but I didn't want to sign any paperwork until I knew for sure what I was signing up for. So um, very good tips. Thank you so much for that because I appreciate it. I really like this conversation that we had. I I think that a lot of people should listen to it and take advantage of the opportunity to you know, responsibly invest with family if you're ready to do so. There's a lot of ways to do it. Uh, Please check out the show notes if you want to learn more about the types of accounts that you can use. But I want to make sure that if anyone's interested in booking travel, how do they reach you? Please share your website and your handles again. Yes, 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 yes. That's really, really good. So you can definitely find me on Instagram, how we travel five. Um, is my handle at how we travel five. Um, also I did mention Howard, Howard family fund is our YouTube channel. Yes. I'll put everything in the show notes so people know where to find you. So I'll make sure to link to your, um, your website, link to the website, but how we travel. Yeah. How we travel number five, the number five, how we travel. You can find me on Facebook too. I'm really active on social media. So, um, so yeah, look for look for me on social media and and Aquarius is going to put the uh, link to the website in the show notes. Excellent. Thank you guys. If you need anything, check out the show notes. Make sure to hit me up, subscribe to all episodes so you never miss a beat. And remember to subscribe to the Purpose of Money newsletter if you want to yes. hear about the next deal. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you for having me. Keep building generational wealth. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.